same time mountain oh my God. that's not still central is it no <laughs> but I'm not sure what the time is in say like Ensenada I don't know if it goes you by know, California you're saying the west coast of the westernmost coast of Mexico. West and north. Northwest-ish. Like, almost San Diego. But they're yeah. still Pacific. It's Pacific, yeah. yeah. But I don't know if they follow the Pacific time or... Or they stick with the right. time all the way across, like China. Right. They don't stick... I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I can't even. Uh, I, I don't want to make it... You're going to try to send us to a place that's just like China? No. Gods, no. At least the food will be better. For you. Yeah. It's my it favorite food. It won't be better for me. Let's see. I'm asking Google. All right. What are the time zones in Mexico? Whew. I need one of my, well, I need both of my heating pads. I'm just too cold to get up and get them. Who needs damn heating pads? You're such a baby. I know, right? What's the temperature outside? <laughs> it's probably chilly now. It's 57. It's, it's definitely, uh. It was 43 the other day. Oh, all the time. All the temperatures just changed. They all went up. Look at next Wednesday. 77 degrees. Woo! <laughs> I'll be back in shorts. I'll be opening the windows to get some warmth in here. Oh, that's so you know, funny. It's that's funny like because my last day too. The, I posted that I was freezing the other day when it was like 40-some degrees. 46 degrees, I think it was. And, of course, I've got nieces that are saying, Oh, and Karen, it's 32 and I have my window down. It's so nice outside today. But what they don't understand is we essentially live in a cement. It's like living in the basement, a drafty basement with no heat. Oh, it's worse than a drafty basement. But we're up on the 11th floor, so we because, get even more right, air. Right. It's it, A drafty basement is at least well, mostly we're... underground. Right. And this is way up in, in the air. And you know that underground, it's, it's like in the 60s. Right. We're on the 11th floor. So, and it's windy. I bet you it's probably in the 30s in here at night, in the mornings. 
I think you need to close that door over there. Or close, close the, the curtains. Because that, that's where a lot of the heat goes out and the cold comes in is through right through that set of Slide windows. Because I, sh- I showed the kids today at, in school how... Because one of the one of them kids said exactly what you said. There should be the the air conditioners that have the heater, the, you know. And I was like, well, you have two of them in your classroom. It wouldn't have been a big deal for them because you only need one of these for your classroom. They could have had one be the type that has the heater built in, and the other one that doesn't. Yeah. So then in the winter time. But the problem with that is the heat would rise. Yep. So that means the people beneath you would need to have theirs on for your floor to get warm. Right. And I said, well, then the people beneath them. And I said, well, the people on the first floor, well, they'd be screwed. Right. Because they would just freeze because their floor would be really, really cold. Like when we were in Ben Shee, mm-hmm. we would have to literally, you know, put two, two, three, four pairs of socks on and fluffy pants and sweaters just to teach downstairs. But then you went upstairs and you're teaching in a tank top and. Yep. Yep. You know. You're overheated. Got wearing too many clothes. Yeah, and then you got to go outside. Right. Yeah, it's uh, but they, they, I had to show them their windows. I was like, look, guys, your windows, this, this is, none of this is made to keep cold out. Right. I was like, you can put your hand next to the window and it's just as cold as being outside. Right. And you're not even touching the window yet. It's like, that's, that's where your problem is, is none of the, none of your building is designed for cold weather. Right. And so then, and I was like, and if you look at the track beneath the window, the thing it's running on, you can literally look through that and look outside under the window, the part that slides. You can just look straight outside through the, it's like, you're just, air is just flowing back and forth. It's like, that's what you're doing. Finish what? Uh Oh, she watched the Blair Witch. Was it good? I think that came out, what, 20 years ago or something? Maybe. Blair Witch. So, what you you got? What else you got to whine about? Google says that Mexico has four time zones. Ooh, four. Yep. Wow. Mexico, most of the country uses Central Standard. And then they have Eastern Standard. Um, Pacific. They do daylight savings time. Which we haven't done in six years. Nope. Have no reason to do it. Right. What you need daylight savings time for? You're in China. There's only one. One. There's only one. You gotta think about that stuff. Oh man, I tell you one thing: your cold is making my bones. It's getting in my bones. It's hurting I my to, my. I need joint. to warm myself up. Hello, Jenny. Oh no! <laughs> you gotta have a little Johnny. I showed everybody over over Christmas. You know, was it Christmas? No, New Year's. I showed him the Johnny bottle, and then turned around and drank soju. <laughs> So today is a Johnny Day. That's funny. 
Uh, I was going to say it, but I ain't going to say it. What? Here's Johnny? Mm-mm. Oh, anybody who's at Tuskegee with me knows about Johnny. All right. Oh, boy. So what do you have? Well, uh, t- as far as whining is concerned, I really don't feel like whining, and I'm not really in, don't have a whole lot to whine about. I do, I, the only thing that I'm uh, starting to be concerned with is these idiots at the school that I work at are now trying to impose their will upon people that are leaving. And it's, it's, I wonder if this is a thing, but, and maybe, maybe the problem is they, they don't know, like they, they haven't been told that people are leaving, but I, I have a, you know, it's like they, they want to, they want to control things that don't need control and they don't want to take responsibility for things that need responsibility. Right. And that to me is a problem, you know, mm-hmm. but you know, them having problems is like saying, you know, there's water in the sea. So, but it's a, it's, it's slightly problematic to have uh, a group of people who don't want to deal with, don't want to deal with real issues and, then, you know, make an issue where there is no issue. Right. That's what pisses me off. You know, it's like, leave the people alone that come and do their job every day. Go, go, go talk to the people that don't do their job. Like all the fucking Chinese teachers. Right. You know, they want to pound us about, oh, you were, you were one minute late for class. It's like, woman. I am on the other side of the campus. Your office is less than 20 feet from the classrooms. Our office takes five minutes to get here and we have to ride an elevator. So it's like. Somebody if actually somebody, said something to you about. Oh, no, they up. do it all the time. I wish they might they say do something it to all me. All the time. They don't say. No. Okay. You understand. Nobody says anything to me. I was going to okay? say. Okay. That's because that, I would shut that shit down pretty early on in the conversation like fuck you and walk away (laughs) you know you want to you want to deal with people being late i watch chinese teachers walk by my classroom when i'm standing in class right teaching yep so who the fuck are you it's like it's like they don't they don't seem to understand that they they promote a very serious double standard all the time yeah and it's just like until they get that in their head that they should not do that, mm. then they're going to continue to have problems and, and issues because right. they're going to they're going to run away people who are not going to work well under that under that kind of environment. Yep. And they're going to they're going to attract like their school is. They're going to attract the worst. Yeah. Their school is already attracting the worst students. They're going to be attracting the worst teachers. Well, they have a pretty bad they have an awful reputation right now. Well, I wonder why. Well, see, now they're having this big push. They're trying to figure out why they don't have as many students in the international programs. It's like because you fuckers did the goddamn promoting last year. And? I mean, you did it alone. And you're looking at everybody. You're looking outside of everybody to sit there and actually say, we don't have enough students. It's like, but you did it. Right. And 
they're trying to force the international programs to be exactly like the Gaokao programs, and that's not what kids want in an international program. Yeah, but see, they've already they've already addressed that, and I I'm not even going down that road with them anymore. They've said clearly we don't want to. They don't want to be an international program. So okay, you don't want to be an international program. But then don't talk about our enrollment when all of our enrollment goes through you first. Yep. Because honestly, if I had my way, we'd have a class of five right now. Right. Because you're. Because that's all we had that came in that could actually take classes in English. A class of five. That's sad. So they had, Mm. I think, when we started, what, 12 or something like that? 10 or 12 this year. And so, I mean. You know, I just said that today. It's like we need to basically have the the ability to say, no, you can't be in this program. No, your English is not good enough. Right. Try again next year. Yep. If they were more discerning, they probably would have more students because right. then they would have, you know. The higher quality high, kids. Right. You and would graduate higher quality kids. Yep. That's what I said about the first group. They let in, they let in anyone not realizing that that's what kills your program from the right. beginning. Yep. But okay. Whatever. They don't they don't want us there in the first place, so why don't but that's the thing I don't get is if you don't want the program there doing what it's doing, then why are you talking about enrollment numbers? Right. Like what does it matter? Like what's what's the point? You don't want the program there, so why do you want the enrollment numbers to be higher? Cuz they want the money because they can charge twice as much but they, for the But you know what? I don't know if they can. I don't know if they could. Well, somebody was telling me that they charge them for the regular being a student at the school, but then they charge them extra for being in that international program, and then they ha- the program itself charges them, so they end up paying like three or four different types of fees. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All I know is they are attract they are they are this school right now is being seen as the school where you send your kids that are no that can't cut it anywhere else. Yeah. And that is the worst reputation to have. And it's in a location that nobody wants to go to. Right. That's why we lose kids to Shunda and Guangzhou. Because they don't want to come here. They I literally well, don't want to come to San Shui. Look at my student that I had. She lives 10 minutes from us, so 20 minutes from the school. And she was taking the bus almost two hours on Sunday to get to school because she is only 10, her school's only 10 minutes from Guangzhou. Right. And I said, why don't you go to your school? And the school here and she said because they are not good uh, they're not a good school exactly and it was because of a chinese teacher at your school that she became my student yep yeah they 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 have not got they have not gotten the memo that like i had one of my students come back last week from the states mm-hmm. now he failed out but they, he got one of those companies to redo all his stuff, and he's in the States. Now, he's doing pretty well. But then he comes to me and says, his brother <laughs> is failing out of the other school, and he wants to come here next term. I was like, why would he want to do that? 
why do you think that's a good idea? Right. That he comes here. He, I was like, is he a good student? No. And he gets in a lot of trouble. Why, why do you think that I would want that student in our program? And that's how they think. That's what they think. They think that this is the place for them to go if they're bad students. That's terrible. And it's like, what? But that's the precedent that San Shui has set. Yeah. That's what they've that's what they've promoted. Mm-hmm. Is bring bring on everybody. We'll take them because we need the money, but and then we'll lie to them about what the programs are, especially in the international side. Right. Because the Gaokao is just Gaokao. Yep. You know, so, you know, whatever. It's it's the state-run system. Right. Yeah, it's, uh, they're, they're scrambling now. Maybe because, maybe they've got contractual obligations with the different companies. Maybe that, maybe they just want more money. Maybe it's, you know, their reputation. I don't know. But they're scrambling right now to try to figure out how to get students to come. And it's just like. They need this some... isn't this isn't how you do it. Right. That's where your problem is. You don't you don't know anything about our programs. Yep. And and the people you're talking to don't know how to tell you about our programs because in my office there's only basically one person that could tell you what our programs are at the school, not after the school. Right. But at school right now there's only one person that could tell you this is what we do on a daily basis, these, and this is how we run it. And that's me. Mm-hmm. And nobody will talk to me. Nobody asks me those questions. Even, even my company doesn't know what we do. Right. Because they've never come and asked me. Right. So it's like, <laughs> okay, since you guys don't want to know, I guess I'll just sit on this information. Right. If I leave and I never tell anybody, they'll create a whole other system. Because they don't have one now. Now, we know what we're doing, the teachers. But the, the companies have no clue what we do. Right. So, when a parent comes in and is pissed off and doesn't like the fact of whatever they don't like. And then I stand in front of them and say, but wait a minute. That's not what we do. We do this, this, and this. Right. And we're preparing them for this. And so everything we do is running through preparation for life and education outside of China. And that's why they get homework and that's why they get quizzes and that's why they get tests. And that and all of a sudden the, the parent is just like, oh, shit. Right. You're doing the very thing I, I want them to do. The reason I'm pulling my child out tomorrow is because I didn't know that they were doing any of this stuff because the school never told them because they never knew. Right. That's one of the, one of the students we lost this year was for, because of that very reason. Stupid. You know, it's just, I'm sorry, but they they don't, they are awful at promoting what they don't understand because they won't ask the question of the people doing the very thing. Right. You know, I asked when I first got there, I mean, do I need to do this or do I need, and nobody said anything. So it was like, okay. Just like when I first started, I was like, do I need to do weekly lesson plans or anything? I mean, just, is there anything that I need to submit on a monthly basis or anything? Well, I remember and I got first nothing. Came. I got no response from that. So it was like, 
okay, well, I guess I won't need to waste my time then. Right. In, in the beginning, like, I think our first few months here, you were doing stuff and keeping it for yourself. Mm-hmm. But nobody ever asked to see it. Mm-hmm. Which is so weird. And now, all of a sudden, it's, oh, you need to submit. It's like, okay, now you can kiss my ass. <laughs> right. Because there's no way I'm going to be doing any of that work. left here. You yeah. Kiss my it's like, no, that, that's not going to happen. You right. know? Because why? Why would I do that? One, you're not going to try to use, take my stuff and publish it somewhere. That, Which is what they that, would do. What's what they've been telling the, the, my, the school has been telling its teachers. That's exactly what they want to do. Openly telling them that's what they no. want to do. Which is funny because they're like, oh, and then we can make a lot of money. And it's like, but none of the teachers will get any money. Right. From their intellectual <laughs> Yeah, from property. their stuff. Yeah. Which is crazy to me. But, you know, it's just like, if I sat down and wrote down what I do in class, nobody can come behind me and do what I do. No. Because I'm not going to write it down for you to be able to do what I nope. do. I'm going to tell you what I plan to do or what I did, but it'll never be in a form that is going to be, you could replicate it. Right. You know, if I but was writing should that. should you try. I know, but you have to understand, when people write lesson plans... That's exactly what they're doing. They're writing it so that you can actually sit down with that lesson plan and literally do it. Yeah, I know. When you write it, when you write it correctly. But I would never do that for Chinese people. You're not going to take my lesson plan and turn it into some book and and then publish that book. Right. And then have that and be like, this is what we do. Yeah. It's like, no, you don't. Because nobody, really no teacher should ever pick that up and then be like, okay, I'm, I'm ready to go. It's like, no, that teacher should be doing their own stuff for their classroom based on the students that they have, the resources that they have. It should have nothing to do with what I did three years ago. Right. Yep. Imagine all that's all those things that we wrote down when we were like in in Benchy. None of it's relevant. No, but I'm saying if the same books are there. Yeah. Then somebody could take all of that stuff and be like, oh, we could just do this and do that yep. and do that. And no, you shouldn't well, you know, do that. There are times. Just being a bad teacher. Like when I'm applying for all these jobs because I really want to get back to teaching preschool. I really miss being a preschool teacher. Or at least teach kindergarten because those are my peeps. to meet the toddlers? Yeah. And I think, man, I wish I had my binder because I know I'm going to need it. I know it would just make my life easier. But do I really do I really want to carry that binder around? And I have like a three pound binder of lesson plans. Yes, but do you want to be regurgitating lesson plans? Well, there's from, enough from now. What seven years ago, eight years ago, nine years ago? Do you really want to? Ten I, years see, ago. See, I don't even like you know. One of the ways that I keep some of my stuff fresh is I'll go and and. I will grab, like, say, um, the holiday, uh, Thanksgiving. I I have taught about Thanksgiving yeah. to first graders, to second graders, to high schoolers, junior high school. Yeah. I've taught the same stuff, but basically in different ways to all these. And I've done it many, many times. Now, I could probably go back and find stuff that I've done where I've, you know, pictures, yeah. resources, all these things. Every year I don't use them. Every year I don't go back and find them. The reason is it forces me to go find new stuff. Yeah. 
I know that I'm going to talk about Thanksgiving. I, I basically know what I'm going to say. But what am I going to use and what am I going to give the students? I always go out and try to find new stuff. Well, I think for me, like the binder, I mean, it has hundreds. It, I, I mean, I started it in 2005. So it has hundreds of lesson plans and resources and, you know, songs and games and that type of stuff. It's not saying that I would follow the lesson plans to the letter, but it might be a good resource to be like, oh, yeah, I remember when I taught this. Maybe I've got something I could use from back then. Or it would spark an, an idea of trying to find something new and, you know, fresh. But it's been a long time since I've taught preschool. Mm -hmm. It's been what? A toddler among toddlers. A traveling gnome among toddlers. It's been years, you know. I taught it. I taught the the toddlers in Benchi, and I taught kindergarten in Benchi. I taught kindergarten in Thailand, but they're so much different when you're just forty minutes in a classroom instead of having the students for the entire day. You know, I I would only I teach. Know one subject instead of being the teacher for the every subject. I know. And I miss that. That Thailand first grade thing. I know. Yeah, but you taught multiple subjects. I sure did. Whereas in kindergarten, I just taught English. And it's really, I mean, it's like the kids and I trying to learn Spanish right now. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I developed... La gringa and the gringettes. <laughs> the gringettes. You called your son a gringette. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's terrible. Because, uh, man, you guys are... Oh, God. Whatever. We're trying. We're That's working nice. it out. Trying. We're try learning new trying things. Trying is not succeeding. You know that, right? You are the... You have 400 level Spanish classes. Yeah. You should be helping us out. I help if you ask for it. Yeah, but we have to ask for it. Well, yeah. Instead of you just keeping your headphones off while we're doing. Oh Spanish hell lessons. no! I ain't listening to that crazy gringa shit, cause that shit was terrible, man. God, just listening to you, just oh, it hurts. It hurts. Dude. It hurts bad. I'll get the I'll get the inflections and the. No no no! You don't need inflection. You just need straight pronunciation. <laughs> Yeah, I do need some pronunciation help. <laughs> there's some there's some issues there. Dora didn't do you right. <laughs> that's not that's just wrong. That's wrong. Although oh, I you know, watching the watching the Mexican or Spanish TV and watching the or listening to the Spanish music, it's helping. I realize how much I understand without Seeing it written down. I mean, that's fine, but. But I have to be you, able to speak gotta, it. Yeah, you got to. And that's there, always there is a, my. There, I, mean, it's, I think in Spanish, it seems to be, a, I don't know, it seems to be a little more important, especially, uh, I don't know. It seems, it seems to be a little more important. The pronunciation is important. Pronunciation tells everybody where you're from. Yeah. It's like there's certain 
I guess, cues that the native speaker gets by hearing you. And if they hear gringa, then they, they it's like they kind of shy away or move away from you a little bit. They kind of like, uh. But if you sound like Spain Spanish, like real proper Spain mm. Spanish, I think we learned Catalan. If you got that, you're you're kind of like also kind of ostracized as well, especially in Latin America. Right. So, I mean, it's like, um, I mean, you're, you might be understood. I, and I hear this a lot when I hear people from like the BBC doing a story mm -hmm. in Latin America mm -hmm. and you can hear the really clear difference. They are speaking yeah. Spain type Spanish. Yep. And then the thing that the other people are speaking is like a local right. regional kind of sound and you know certain letters and sounds are dropped off the yep. end or whatever or or that heavy uh um like that th yeah instead in of the saying, throat kind yeah. of sound yep. is there a little bit more all of those little things but then the bbc person is just they'll they'll they it's like it sounds too perfectly clean you yes. know it's like <laughs> that sounds awful yeah you know, like you, like you have no cultural relevancy at mm -hmm. all. Um, so, just all I can say is just read. The best thing to do is the the thing that helped me was literally sitting down with books, books, not like like you would in English, with a book, even though you're not going to understand it. And read out loud. Well, it's funny that you say that because I downloaded the Epic app again on my iPad. <clears throat> and the Epic app is something that I've used in the classroom for a long time and used when the children were younger. But now they've recently updated it where they have books in Spanish. And of course, they're children's books that are from age 2 to 12. But some of those are my level <laughs> of Spanish. And so I've been reading the books and trying to read and read them out loud and then play them because some of them are interactive or read to me. So I'll play them and kind of read along with it so that I can kind of I can hear the pronunciation and then mimic it. But I've been doing that. It's just when you live in isolation. You are not in isolation. We are. You have a you have a best friend who is Mexicali. She is Tejano, not Mexicali. <laughs> I don't know why you acting like you ain't got people around you that can. Talk well, to I, I I don't get to speak to her for more than you know ten or twelve minutes a Do day. Do it all in Spanish. In Spanish. Ooh, challenge. How do I say? Are you pumping in Spanish? <laughs> That's what you need to find out. Como se dice? You are got, you pumping? You got, you got, <clears throat> you know, 12, 13 hours to find out how to say that. And then you get have all the vocabulary around pregnant ladies and, and all of the Nursing stuff that goes with and, new mothers and all that stuff yeah. and all those new words. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. It was funny when we were working with our vegetables and our foods yesterday. And I was trying to have Keegan describe the thing because she could see what it was but Aaron couldn't 
So I was trying to have Keegan describe the food using <clears throat> French or Chinese so that they could, because they would know some of the words in both. And so that then I could kind of get him to have clues. And she just looked at me and she said, Mommy, nobody cares about Chinese anymore. We're leaving. Which, it was really weird to me because the first thing I think of now is Chinese. Because we've been using it for so long. I've got to get that flip, mm. that switch to flip. Where I'm not thinking. I need to go back to Dre moving to Beijing the first time. No hot agua. I'm trying to think of a book. Think of a book. Yeah. <clears throat> There's a that you can get all of the uh, Dr. Seuss books in Spanish. And oh, one you of know the what? one of the bet one of my favorite. Hey, man. <clears throat> We have a lot of kids' books in Spanish in our storage unit. Let me see. What is this? Uh, yeah. Huevos Verdes con Jamón. Oh, I used to read that to my students in um, <laughs> <coughs> when I worked With in the reading Juan program. Juan Ramon. <laughs> when I worked in the reading program at Franklin Elementary, <laughs> teaching the students to read. Oh God, I'm getting lightheaded. Some of the <sighs> some of the kids felt more comfortable reading in Spanish, but some of the the other teachers didn't want them to read in Spanish because they didn't speak it. So I would just go get the Spanish books and we would read, like, the stripes and pigsty and and oh, you know. Gosh. Green eggs and ham, book. all in Spanish, <laughs> and I didn't really care that they were in Spanish as long as the kids were reading. Oh yeah, <clears throat> it's it's huevos verdes con jamón with Juan Ramón. I know, I've read it a hundred times. It's the best. It's <coughs> the best. Do we have it? Ooh. In our Dr. Seuss. Do we have any Spanish ones in our Dr. Seuss oh, collection? I, don't know. I I know we have the physical book in storage, but that's not going to help me. I know we have Buenos Noches Luna. In a PDF? No, 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 in, in storage. Yeah, we've got I a don't bunch know. of un pez, dos peces, pez rojo, pez azul. We have a lot. We've got even some of the How to Dinosaur books in Spanish. <clears throat> you know, Aaron has a big collection of those. Maybe it's something you need to look for. But yeah, the children's books are good because then you get you get some of that fairly easy vocabulary, but it's going to be a bunch of words that you still don't know. Because right, which is why I've been reading them because I don't know. And if I'm going to be working with little people... Those are things I'm going to need to it's know. Not, it's not even little people. It's big people. I know, but... Because it's it's just still just vocabulary. At the end of the day, it's just vocabulary. Like teddy bear. I need El to know. El gato con... Oh, this one's Osito. different. El gato con sombrero. Cat in a hat. Viene de nuevo. The what? The new something. 
hums. What? I didn't hear what you said. Viene. V-I-E-N-E. Viene. But that's weird because the other thing I saw... Oh, there must be a... There might be another another Cat in the Hat book. Maybe that's maybe that's it. It's not the Cat in the Hat because the other one wasn't El Gato con Sombrero. It was El Gato Ensombrerido or something like that. The Cat in the Hat comes back. Yeah, <clears throat> come, viene, come. Okay, yep, that's the sec the second one. Nuevo. Hmm. So. Yeah. Well, Scholastics, um, they have just about every book they do is in English, English and Spanish. Because <laughs> they were smart. They jumped on that bandwagon early. Well, also where we lived, it was imperative to have both. Because we had such a... Yeah, where we lived, like, called the United States of America. I mean, of course. All well, across our city the United had... States of America, they needed it. I'm sure that they didn't have a lot of Spanish in every place. Why not? I don't know, because there's not huge Spanish populations all over the country. Shh. Man, please. I was sitting there, you would think that... You would not think that St. Louis has a large Spanish community either until you hit the Spanish club and then you find out, yeah, it's a whole lot of Spanish speakers that live in this area. Why, why St. Louis? I don't know, but there is, it's a huge group of people that speak Spanish from multiple countries. So yeah, Spanish speakers in America, let's, let's just call that salt of the earth water. They like water. Ooh, Scholastic has online books now. Oh no. Oh, I should not have oh, gone here. Let's, let's turn that off. Let's let's cut the power now. <laughs> where's the where's the circuit breaker box? I miss the Scholastic warehouses. Yeah, okay. Uh not that we so need wait, them. Are are do, are you are you uh you got you got anything on your list you want to talk about today? Because we're not whining. And, Ooh, and you're just you're just like you wanna go to the list. You're just rambling about, you know. Trying to learn Spanish, which is just hilarity. It is not hilarity. Okay, say the alphabet <clears throat> then. No, because you picked on me. <laughs> You've been practicing. I have my song, man. <laughs> You've been practicing. Go ahead, break it out. I'm good. <laughs> Let the world hear. You're not ready for the world to hear the... No. Nope. Hear... I'll do it in La French. Gringa. No. I can do it in French. <laughs> no, no. But that's the problem I'm facing is I've been saying the alphabet in French since I was, I don't know, nine years old? Uppity ass motherfuckers. What? You heard me. And you so know it's true. It everybody is... who takes French, everybody knows it. it's uppity, uppity motherfuckers. Air, why did I take French? I don't know why you took French, because you weird. No, because my grandmother took French. Yeah, but why would you take French, French in America? America! Because I lived in an area where there was French. America. I only lived an hour from If you want to be class. American, you learn Spanish, damn it. 
I was an hour and 45 minutes from Canada. As, as, as Trump is trying to get rid of Spanish speakers out of the country. Listen. You want to be American, you got to learn fucking Spanish. Listen, this, when they, during his campaign, when he said there'll be a taco truck on every corner, I don't know one American that No, no, shuddered. what's the problem? Like, where was the, where was yeah. the issue? Where was Let's the issue with that? Do that shit. No. Can we have a margarita mobile can next we get, dough? Can we get fish tacos too? Right? I mean, come on, man. Uh, tofu taco? I know. Oh, you're talking about taco thing on every corner. It's like, shit, I got to go a long way to get a taco right now. You throw that shit on every corner, you will get in the office. Right? And tamale Tuesday? Hell yeah. Oh, shit. Hell yeah. Margarita Mondays? Yeah, baby. You know, tequila Thursdays? Let's <laughs> go in this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Party on. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm there. I don't know, man. See, that, that I, don't, I, I, I think he miscalculated how much Americans actually are connected to Spanish people, whether they like them or don't like them, or their food, or whatever. It's, it's a part of our DNA. It's a part it of really, our country. I well, mean, shit, half the country is named after Spanish things. And the other part is French <laughs> or Native American. Right. You know, it's like, come on, man. How dumb can you be? They're pretty dumb. We've already. Right, so do you this. have anything on your list? Oh. I think I have a, I have a, a, gr- I have a group. Hit it's, me. A, it's a grouping. Go ahead. 18, 19, and 20. All right. Go ahead with your 18, 19, and 20. But I, I can't remember if I talked about this already or not. Tell me and I'll... Stop my... spitting. Oh, no. I didn't talk about that? Go for it. Stop we spitting have... everywhere. 18. Nasty. 19. Nasty. Stop peeing everywhere. Motherfuckers. 20. Stop shitting everywhere. You dirty See? bastards. That's what I'm saying. Spitting, peeing, shitting. There you go. Oh, I would like to add one. Stop picking your motherfucking nose. Oh, my. And oh. eating it. You oh, nasty. girl. <laughs> Man. Today, we're sitting here having like a little impromptu meeting. And the Chinese person in my office was literally going two knuckles deep. Literally with us standing there having a conversation. It was like. No, you nasty fuck. What, what in your brain? And he was. He was digging in and then wiping it off on the tissue. It's like, why not just use the tissue? No, no, no. Can't use the tissue. I must use my nail and dig and dig deep, baby. Go deep. You know? Oh, my God. What was that thing uh, uh, that he says in Lord of the Rings, you know, Roots dig deep, and you know, you know that that that's what he was doing in his nose. Oh man, yeah, it was just, it was just like, are you freaking kidding me here? We're like having a conversation, the three of us are talking. Really, you're just going to go? And he's a grown ass man. It's not like he's grown, a child. Grown, grown is not. No, no. Okay, no. he's twenty five. Okay, twenty somethings in China is so not grown. Okay, he's an adult. I beg to differ. <sighs> I really do. He he should know better. But no, you and I both they know don't we know have better. seen we have seen grandparents trying to scratch their brain through their nose. I don't know what that this I I don't get it. But then they eat it. Okay, I did I was trying not to go to the eating thing. You and I both have talked about this I know. the same little boy. Oh man, little Latiao boy. Man, the, the, I won't beat his ass. 
I said before I leave, I'm gonna kick his ass off the bus while it's moving. Tell him what Latiao is because that's pretty important. And Honestly, I don't really know what it. I don't think anybody really knows what it is. What is the it's, speculation? It's rubber cooked in gutter oil. It's supposed to be tofu. Uh, yeah, but if you see them eat it, it does not fall apart like tofu. Ugh. It falls apart like a piece of old rubber. Ew. Because that's what that was the thing that um somebody said is that they it's like recycled old tires. They can't which of eat course, old tires. Well, yeah, they can. But I don't think that's what it is. But whatever that thing is, the medium inside of it. It's basically just all spices and oil, and it's cooked in a certain way. But it's it's when you watch them eat it, they tear it apart, and they're literally tearing it. Like and I've jerky. never seen. And tofu doesn't tear like that. Mm. You know, I eat tofu almost what every other day. Yeah. Sorry, but I've never come across tofu that compressed, where it it takes effort. You see them like like really pulling on it, like jerky. Yes, but it takes longer to pull it apart than jerky. Because oh. jerky tears. This stuff doesn't really tear. It just kind of splits and pulls apart. But they're actually putting some force on it. But it's made with gutter oil. And that's the thing that is the really, really unhealthy part. You know, gutter oil being that oil. If you don't know what gutter oil is, go look it up. You'll love it. But it's like literally taking the old oil. From many different places. So it could have been cooking pork. It could have been cooking chicken. It could have been from any of the small places. They take that oil and they literally recycle it. They, they, you know, they act like they purify it. But of course, I don't think you can really purify purify it. But they're, they take it and they get the chunks out and all the stuff that's in it. And, you know, get it back to an oil. But it's got, it's old and old oil you know, it doesn't work the same as the new version. New, you know, if you had old fry cooker oil, that's not. I mean, there's a reason why you dump that shit out and you don't use it. Right. You know, because it's, it's not foul. any good anymore. You know, and so that's what that that Latiao. But this boy loves to eat it and put his and it's got this kind of like a spiciness oil in the packaging. That that medium, whatever that is, tofu or whatever, is in. And then he gets that all over his hands because, you know, he's fucking nasty. And then he touches everything on the bus as he walks around and he might touch your leg. I I mean, I'm telling you, I've gotten to the point where I've almost kicked him because it's like, you're not going to put your hands on me. Because I'm not getting whatever it is that you are eating on me. Ugh. You know, because it's not like it smells good. No, that stuff is rank. You know. <clears throat> it's almost bad as them sausages from Ben Chi. Oh, God, those things are so horrible. Kids get on the bus every morning. They have that smell. And or that just... dried fish in Thailand. Do you ever have kids come in with dried fish? Probably. Oh, God, that shit is horrible. The, the sausages are worse for me. They're, they're bad. I think they're, they're equal. Because they it, the smell stays on them. Yeah, it's like for it all just day. sits there. Yep. And it's just... And they get on the bus every morning with that smell of those things. Ugh. I don't know how they eat those things. It smells like... It smells like cat food. Oh, it don't smell that good. 
All right. It don't it smell smells like, like I've smelled meat. lots of cat food. The canned stuff. It no, no. It smells like it smells worse than potted meat. Ooh. That's what it smells like. It's potted meat in in a sausage form. Oh. Yeah. Room temperature. Oh. A couple days old. Yeah, because it's in a sausage form, so it can just sit in, in that packaging. And they leave it in that package for a long, long, long time. They just sits on the shelf in the in the stores. Mm, on the shelf. No refrigeration. Nasty. Ugh. Nope. So oh. there's Latiao boy, and he's the same booger boy. Oh God. Who likes to like? He honestly will pick his nose with every single finger and both thumbs, and then lick them and suck on his fingers after having it in his nose. Like he just ate some fried chicken. Yes. And yeah. I saw him at the bus stop doing this, sitting at the bus stop. And I'm looking like, what the hell? What? What? And I was just floored. This child is just all the way in. All ten digits. I don't, I don't really need to relive this. He was, he was literally across from me. He was right next to me doing it. I well, moved. Had, I was about to say, you could have left. I moved. I was like, you nasty little fucker. I mean, I just got, I just dove back into Candy Crush, but still, <laughs> he was chomping down. I don't yeah. understand the whole, I don't think I've ever understood the whole eating of boogers thing. No. I mean, I've known, I've seen some people in my life eating boogers, but. I'm, I'm, not like here, not like China. I I don't know that I have ever seen as many people in all of my years in the U.S. as I have in just the short time. We've well, the been funny thing is they pick boogers and they eat them like they're actually eating lunch. Yeah. Like it's like that's what you do. You you get the big booger and then you eat it. But the a booger is like stuff that's it's collected in your nose yeah. because of whatever's out around you. It's. You weren't supposed to ever ingest it. That's why it got caught up as booger. Yep. Oh, God. Okay, I can't talk about boogers anymore. Let's talk about the little boys I just watched this afternoon. Talking about your pooping and your peeing. Had their asses hanging off the sidewalk. Taking a poo in the grass near the pagoda on the path. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's that's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. And the mom or the grandmas had these three little boys, pants down. It's cold. Pants down, at bare ass hanging out, taking a shit in the grass. Instead of walking them in the house, in the building to go to the bathroom. Oh yeah. With now, just about now, every. Now I have a problem with that. That's a bad parenting thing. Yes. Take your kid out, but what? What about? What about the old man in the bushes, who's taking a dump? See, but you or, know you or 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 you know you're walking and all of a sudden this guy is just peeing in the bushes, but he ain't like in the bushes. He ain't no. He he's not trying to conceal himself not or anything. All. Just peeing and on trust the tree. Me, I, I'm not. I don't care about seeing you know penises. That's not it. It's the fact that he's just. Peeing it wherever he wants to pee. Yeah. But, you know, you they let the children do it. 
the men do it, but I've never seen a woman doing it. No, I've never seen a woman. I've never seen a woman just squat down and piss. I've seen it in the States, but I've never seen it here. I've seen it in the States because um, <clears throat> I got some stories about the chicken coop. But, you know, it wasn't me, but I was there. I, I uh, We were coming back from... Uh, we were coming back? Yeah, we were coming. We had left Sunday school. Was going to the stove get our candy for church so we ran around to the store we were coming back and a woman was screaming at some manager of a Walgreens they put her out of the store and she went out and stood right in the driveway in the parking lot and squatted down and just hit him with that that little baby feet piss Oh. Just, just dropped it right there, and it. Oh man, it's the first time like I've ever seen a woman do anything like that. I, I'm not kidding. It was the little baby feet for real, like that, like acid little yeah. baby feet piss. Yeah. Oh yeah. When you gotta go, you gotta go. People and shouldn't be so mean about it. What she should have been nicer about peeing on this? Thing. No, they, she was probably yelling at him because she could. They wouldn't let her use the bathroom. But nobody can use the bathroom in a Walgreens. Yes, you can. Uh, no, back then you couldn't. Oh well, let me tell you. I don't even know. I didn't even know that that place had a bathroom. Let me tell you, our children have been to the bathroom in Walgreens. Yeah, in of times. Michigan. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't in Michigan. I understand, but and if in there's Grand an Raggedy of all places, if there's an emergency. They could be, go to the bathroom. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what they can do. I, the place I was in, I don't, I don't. All I know is, and then maybe she was yelling at them about something else. But she just, she hit them with the hee hee. <laughs> A little missy on that ass. <laughs> she hit them with the hee. Oh man. Yeah, the the ping, shitting, and spitting thing. China's got to get a a lock on that because soon I think Chinese people, even though they have money, are going to be not allowed into some other countries. Well, especially Thailand. Yeah, Thailand, it's really bad. But I haven't seen nearly as many people spit here as. we did in yeah, the well, north. You're a, you're a lucky ass person because I see motherfuckers every day. Women, men, Nasty. old people, old old babies, everybody. They all spitting. They spitting every the, they, day. Your students spit in the classroom? No, 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 no. Because how many times have we had that? Yeah, happen but that where... was not not. They don't that that part of the culture is in the north. Yeah, that's a northern thing for sure. I mean, sure. even even the cigarette thing on the floor and all that, that a lot of that's in the north. They don't do that down here. They're far cleaner. They're closer to Thailand than they are to Beijing in this part of China. Listen, they're too far away from Thailand for as, as far as I'm concerned. I know. And but let's let's add another one in here. Add a Wait a minute. You want to add to the list? Yeah. I've got it in my list, so we'll just do it. The smacking while they eat. Oh, see, that's, you know, that's just everywhere. And then not covering when they cough and they sneeze. Yeah, that's just everywhere. That's everywhere? Yeah, yeah. All over China. That's, yeah, it's that's, all. That's, well, and I asked Juan Ru one time why in the hell, because 
it was like when you get have a room full you know we have all these parents sitting in the lobby and somebody was eating and then the, the other person pulled out some food or they offered the person some food <clears throat> which in asia if someone offers you food it's really considered rude not to accept it especially if it's like fruit or nuts or whatever so here's all these parents sitting there eating and they are smacking so loud and when i asked Juan Ru what was the deal with that she said the louder you smack the more money you have you're just showing that you can enjoy it more and you you can afford more yeah i don't buy that which is a bunch of bullshit because had we done anything like that we still wouldn't be able to talk my mother would have smacked me so hard my jaw would have locked Teeth clicked my ass. My teeth probably would have fell out. Smack a pause in your ass. That's that's right there. Smack a pause in your ass. I, if we even pop <laughs> snapped our gum, it was bad. Oh, you remember when back in the day when girls would chew their gum and it would be popping as they yeah, were yeah, chewing yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. The, 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 the non-smacking crew. The people that really get agitated when yep. they when girls are coming like, come on, come on, come on. Yep, yep, like yep, they yep. have pop rocks in their yep, gum yep, or something. Yep. Man, they would go off about that shit. Yep. Be like, uh-uh, you got to take that out of here. You got to take that gum out your mouth. You got to do something else somewhere else. I remember when I learned how to pop my gum. I was probably 11-ish. And I was sitting in the in the room doing the popping of the gum thinking i was so cool because i finally so learned, cool. i was like 11 so i thought i was so cool because i learned how to do this and my mom came in the door and said pop that gum one more one more time. Damn it. one more time and i was like okay and i swallowed the gum i never popped again <laughs> yes it was safer to swallow yeah get rid of evidence but she came busting in that door, popped that gum one more time. And I was like, oh, I'm going to die. I'm telling you, man. This is my people, last breath. People don't, people don't understand how much that can get, get un, like, you know, I, I, I throw shit at Aaron for doing that. Yeah. Well, you know, you two have really kind of gotten me to a point now where I just don't pay attention. I pay attention. Because when you have your headphones on, the three of you. I don't sit here with headphones on all the time, so I don't have this. Oh, oh, you taking the high road? Really? No, I'm just really? saying. Really? I, it's because I don't do the I don't do the headphones, mm. so I'm more aware of it. Mm. But when you have your headphones in, you can't hear. You can't hear how you sound. Right, you and yeah. so then you're smacking. Yeah. The three of you do it. Oh, I I, I totally agree. You don't because you can't hear. Because you can't hear it. And so now I've gotten to a point where I'm just like, whatever. It's just their their headphones are on. And I don't pay attention. Oh, I pay attention. But if you went back to the States and did that. Oh, no. No, no. I would have to like be like, Aaron, stop. You don't understand. The, 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 the boy over there, man, he will get a, 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 a smack fest going on over there. I should record if you I'm, with a bowl of cashews. I, look! Don't be messing with my cashews. I know. You have your Prozac, but you smack when you eat it. But I think I have to do that because... Your tongue ring. Right. 
the way I have to chew them. I have to be really careful. I can't. Yep. I can't move it around like other people do. When you get it, when you get the big tongue ring, you gotta be a little more careful. And that's probably why I'm I, I'm eating. I eat that way. Yep. Because uh, I have to I have to move food around my mouth a, a slightly different than. I remember when we had only been in China. Maybe. Four or five months, and one of our coworkers was from. It was sitting in the office, and he started doing that smacking thing, and the other coworker lost her mind because he was not Chinese and he was starting to behave more and more like them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, taking on them traits man like the day he sneezed all over the computer the office computer I kind of lost my shit that day made him clean it up <sighs> but he he was doing those types of things sneezing and coughing without covering you know, smacking really loudly, um, just weird shit that a Westerner wouldn't, wouldn't normally do. do. Mm-hmm. Had his mother seen it, she probably would have smacked him in the Smack back of the his head. Ass, whoop that ass! So it does bother us. And I wonder how the students fare when they get out of the country. They start doing that shit, and some of these kids live with host families. Yeah, but I don't. I think. I think. I I, I think that they just they kind of go on their best behavior, especially with a host family. Yeah, but do you think that they would think that's a poor behavior? Oh, I'm sure they've been told if they if they're go, if they're outside of the country, not on vacation, and they're like students. I'm sure someone along the way has given them some cultural information that like, they've ignored. Like, don't pee in public because you'll be arrested. They, they've ignored in China. Yeah. And then when they leave, they remember like, oh, I can't do this or I can't do that or I shouldn't do this and right. shouldn't do that. Uh, I have a feeling. Hopefully. I would hope because. Or they're just fo- they just follow what everybody else does because that's what most people do when they're acclimating. They just do what everybody right. else does. So yeah. if, you, if nobody else ever does it. Well, then they won't do it either. Right. Like we have that whole we walk when they walk rule. Yeah. When, when crossing a street, yep. you walk when the natives walk because they know they know when to go. So if you were standing in New York, nobody crosses, right? They all wait at the light here. They cross wherever the hell they want. Yep. Whenever they want light or not. I mean, there's some places where you don't. Where? Where? Like by Sanchway Plaza and you have that gigantic intersection. Uh, people always cross with the light. I've never seen anyone not cross with the light because mm-hmm. it's too dangerous. It's not dangerous. Hell, it's dangerous with the light because people are about, turning. You only, you only have to worry about um, uh, you only have to worry about traffic one direction. You've got traffic you turning into you. You only got to worry about traffic one direction. You only have one place to look. I guess. So if you see an you. opening, no, no, no. When you start on on one side, the traffic is going from left to right. There is no right to left traffic to worry about. You get to the middle, you're standing in the island. Yeah. So you're standing in the middle. Now you're only worried about right to left traffic. It's not like when we were in Benji when we were standing there and we had to cross four lanes yep. of traffic wherever we happen to be. 
and we should just walk and then stand on the yellow lines. Yeah. It ain't like that. That's not what I'm talking about, see? So, and then we would be standing there and buses would be going by on both sides. Yep. With little people. Yeah, that was really scary. Next and then we to, went to, to Thailand and we would just walk like we were Chinese walking. Well, yeah. What else are you going to do? But they don't do that there, really. So? Actually, they kind of do. You just have to get into the Phuket town. The thing that cracks me up here, though, and this happened when we when I went to the mall the other day, is these stupid-ass people who step out in the street into oncoming traffic and put their hand up. Mm-hmm. Like... Stop. That like that I'm big walking. ass bus is going to run here. over you. You know what's funny about that? They will walk out. I've seen people walk out and never look. Yeah, they just put the hand they just out. Walk out and then look. Yeah, stupid. And it's just like, what? What possessed you to think that you had bumpers and that they work? But they do. They absolutely do. They'll just walk right out. But that's also how people drive. They pull yeah, they out. They look. will pull out into traffic without ever looking to see if anything is coming. Yep, they'll and back then everybody out. Everybody else, everybody yep. else will slam on their brakes, and nobody will say anything. They won't even look to see if there are any people around. They'll just back out of their parking spot. That's why spot. I said they need a healthy level of road rage. Yeah. <laughs> that China needs it. China needs it bad because if they had a healthy level of road rage, that bad behavior of bad drivers, yeah, that shit would end within like a year. Yep. A couple people. All, all it would take is just, every, you know, a few people in each city and a few stories to get out there. Like, this this dude did a thing and this guy whooped his ass. Yep. That's all you need. Healthy level of road rage. Yep. You know, that's why I said, that's why I keep saying about foreigners working in China. We always end up leaving without anybody ever knowing what, why we're leaving or what happened or what was going on. You know, when I sat there the other day. Uh, now, a couple of weeks ago now, um, and told my company, you know, I'm leaving. And they all sat there looking surprised, which was funny because the people at the table knew that I was leaving. Right. Um, but you told them in August. Right. I told them in August. And then they wanted. Why would you? Why do you want to leave? It's like because China doesn't want me here. Yep. And they didn't really understand. And it was like, guys, China's making it harder for us to be here. And and then I was like, haven't you noticed that the quality of teacher has gone down since I started working here? Yep. And then I was like, and this school doesn't want us here. And my company doesn't want to pay me. So, okay, what what about this whole situation means stay right and they just all sat there and it's like you you just you just don't get it right you know you just don't see so that's that's the world we're in that's the place we're in yep now we just gotta find new place new adventures yeah you do i'm working on it man i'm working on it <clears throat> working kind of slow over there. Well, uh, part of it is it's I've had to, it, I've better, had to decline better, some interview requests. Yeah, well, uh, if if it's heavily religious, 
It's, it's better to decline because I don't you have don't a want problem. me on your heavily, heavily, heavily religious school. Right. I don't have a problem working in a Christian environment. Oh, I do. I don't. I do. If I gotta it's get, if I got, if I gotta get uh, permission from my church, yeah, I don't no, want to work. No, there. there's a difference between working in a Christian environment and working in an environment that wants you to sign a declaration of faith and have uh, have your church involved in your job and them have contact with your pastor. That's not normal. Apparently, it is. Well, we've had a school from. Uh, Brazil and a school from Colombia, maybe? Mm Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Two of them now. See? Maybe it's more common than you think. Or they're running the international-style school. Well, they claim it's an international-style school. Well, that's... They're probably... You know, they're... They're... Oh, this one was, the second one was in Guadalajara. So one was in Rio and one was in Guadalajara. I'm telling you, it's better, it's better for me not to be in that environment. That's like China telling me not to talk about Taiwan. Right. Or Tibet. Which is funny because the only way, I mean, our, like my students have no concept of government at all. They don't take government classes and they're, they're not really allowed to know anything about their own government. Right. So then I'm teaching about American government. And what parallels can you give a Chinese person of a place where people want to get away from the, the main country, like a colony? Right. They want to get away from... There's only like... Three places that even register for Chinese people that that could be a possibility. Macau, Hong Kong, and Taiwan. Right. They don't have another one. Right. I mean, they don't know much about the Uyghurs. So they don't they don't see them as trying to get away. They don't know much about the Uyghurs because China is trying to exterminate the yes, Uyghurs. Yes, but they don't know anything down here about them. They have no concept of who they are, really. So they're, I mean, they know them as terrorists, but they don't know them as anything else. Right. So, I mean... What else would you talk about? Trying to just get them to understand, like, the concept of these people want to start a new life. They want to have their own government, blah, 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 blah. Right. Those are your only real concrete, I see them all the time. Yeah. Examples. Yep. But, yeah. Okay, I have a question. Uh Uh-huh. Why would I ever rent something from iTunes? Uh huh. I don't know. I don't see the point in that. Why would I rent something for 48 hours? I have no clue. Why why would anybody think renting is a thing that anybody would want to do? People do it, obviously, or that wouldn't be an option. Yeah, but why would they? Why would you rent a video on iTunes? I don't know. Why would you pay them to have access to something for 48 hours? That's just crazy. Renting renting was never all that great when renting was videotapes. Right. And then DVDs. You know? Shit, the best part of renting those things was the fact that you could copy the motherfuckers. <laughs> right. you know? And I don't... 
So a lot of times that's what I did is I rented it, took it home, and literally copied it right then and there. Right. Never even watched it. Just copied it. Yep. Took it back the next day. Watch that shit later. Yep. What, man? I ain't renting no damn movie. Renting no music. What the hell? <laughs> Rent the biggest hits. Yours for 48 hours. Explore the latest and greatest new releases available to rent on iTunes. Hell no. Y'all must be out your damn mind. Anyway. No thanks. That's what the Netflix is for, man. Right. That's what I'm saying. And but see, even with that, you're never you're you can only watch it for as long as they choose to keep it on their service. You can and download they, it. No, I'm just saying once they let it go, it's gone. Yeah, I don't you, know how they that... they've gotta bring it back for you to see it again. Yeah. But I mean, come on now. Why would you rent anything in this day and age? I don't you know. You got your Netflix, got your Hulu, you got all those services. You got buying the damn thing. Just buy the thing. Right. You know? Yep. Why would you rent it? Like, what? I don't know. Your I mean, mom rents you're things gonna all watch, the time. You're going to watch stuff. Oh, well, yeah, but she's old, man. She still thinks renting is a thing you do. You know, old people. Old people doing old people things. <laughs> you sound like Bernie Mac right Well, there. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, that's that's exactly what she's doing. She, she got to the point where she had a VCR or a DVD player, a Blu-ray player. And now she's got those players sitting there, and she's going to go rent. You, gotta, you need to go rent something to put in the damn things because you ain't buying nothing no more. Well, and she she has, like, Is on anybody buying Blu-rays anymore? I have no idea. We haven't had a disc in years. Since 2011. No, we bought stuff when we were in Benchy. I saw Blu-rays. I know. We bought a couple of discs, but we bought them only because they were in China. Right, like we, we have, red tails we have red China. tails from China, so we have the red tails box that's in Chinese, which you know we kept that just because it's in Chinese. It's in Chinese. I mean, watch the film. If you don't watch the film, you watch on a watch a different version <laughs> of it, a digital version, right. right? You're not gonna watch no DVD version of man. DVD. We don't even have a. Oh, I guess we do have a way to play DVD, don't we? I do. I don't have a disk drive in my computer. I have that external one. I got a disk drive. You're the only one. Because I got all the power. Because you have a gaming laptop. Because I got all the power. MSI, baby. I have just regular MSI. old Dell. I saw Blu-rays at Target. Target. Mm -hmm. You you went to a Target. I'm a little jealous. Don't be jealous. Don't be so jealous. Two Target is just Target is like a half a step up from Walmart. No. <laughs> nicer, nicer. Everybody, everybody in Target is fully clothed. How about that? Yeah. No guys in thongs. Right. Or girls in mesh. They're more That's the difference. But all the stuff is pretty much the same. I don't know. I don't shop at Walmart, so. Yeah. I do miss a good Target shop. No. Best thing about the DVD section was the the discount section of the DVD section. The two for ones, the five ninety nines, 
Yeah. And not previously watched. I'm talking about stuff that Here, just what was are we going to do? What are we going to do with the thousands of DVDs we, we have? We're going to do shit with the motherfuckers. They're just going to sit there? Hell yeah. What, what are you going? You really? Okay, okay. Let me, let me put it to you like this. <laughs> the screen on your laptop right now is a 1080p screen. Yep. All the videos, for the most part, that you watch are at least 720, 1080p. Uh-huh. Those DVDs are 480p. Are you kidding me right but now? But what I'm saying to you is, why are we keeping them? What do you mean, why are we keeping them? Because the boxes. It's the artwork on the box. Aaron. No, no, no. That's the only reason to keep them. Because the disc, you might as well just turn that into modern art. I mean, I have a couple things in there that I would like I would like to keep. Like why? my Like my Little Mermaid anniversary Blu-ray. Why? Because it's Little Mermaid anniversary Blu-ray. Why? There's no reason to keep the the but, data. The data is not important. It's the box. I guess. Like all the VHS tapes I have, if they haven't, if the if the cardboard hasn't fallen apart yet, yeah. like if it lasts to whenever we get them again, the videotapes themselves are not worth keeping. Yeah. But the boxes are. The boxes are art all by themselves. It's like album covers. It's the same. It's the same idea. The only covers that that were made that were not good, really good to like collect and keep were cassette tape covers. They were so small. They you know they have they were like kind of on a glossy kind of thing. They and and they weren't great. But albums. Your your thirty threes, your freaking DVD boxes, and your VHS boxes. Oh yeah, you know to keep them. But, no. Are they worth paying $130 a month for? Okay, that's not the only stuff in there. No, I know, but... So, that's not even, you know, that's not really the question. The The thing is, that I that I see is, is it worth keeping the stuff that we have in there? Yes, because a lot of that stuff is books. Well, I'm not talking about that, but, like, so far we've paid $11,000 for storage. Yeah, well, where are we going to put it? I don't know. Yeah, okay. In storage, right? No matter where we put it, it's going to be in storage. $11,000 is a lot of money. Yeah, over seven years. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of money. Okay. We knew that when we left. I guess I didn't expect it, the price to jump so frequently. And, so, and owners to change so often. Right, because it's had four owners since we left. And every time the owner, a new owner comes in, it changes, you know, twice in a year or more. It's probably the same people. <laughs> That's awful. Probably. probably is. It's probably the same people. Just they just keep names. changing the name. Because they, they, they trying to hide their assets from the IRS or somebody. Yep. All right. What else you got? You got anything else? No. You didn't really talk about your spitting, pissing, and shit. Oh, I, yes, I did. Everybody understood completely how we feel about shitting, spitting, and pissing. I think that's the name. That might be the name of this episode right there. And boogers. And boogers. And boogers. All right, tell the people where they can find us. 
Okay. Quickly. They can find us on Twitter and Instagram. Oh, God. You got to go way faster than that. Sorry. At Traveling Fars. Oh, God. She doesn't know. I, well, I'm going off the top of my head. She doesn't remember. On the Facebook, the YouTube, the iTunes, it is The Traveling Fars. Mm -hmm. You can find us at thetravelingfars.blueberry.net. No E's in blueberry. Mm -hmm. And what am I forgetting? Email. And our email is travelingfars at gmail.com. Twitter, Instagram. I did Twitter and Instagram. Say goodbye. At traveling fars. Goodbye, people. Peace. <laughs>